Hello and welcome to the Talking Outsourcing podcast. My name is Mark Kobayashi Hillary. In this podcast, I'm talking with Robert Jansen, who is an advisor for Outsource Brazil, uh, an organization that focuses on helping um, inward and outward uh, investment uh, for Brazilian companies. Um, Robert's also a government representative on Brazil IT, which is the, uh, the promotion agency for uh, the, the Brazilian technology industry. Uh, we talked a little bit about catching up um, on some of our experiences in India recently because we were both at the annual NASCOM conference. Okay, Robert, so we met recently in Mumbai. We were both at the NASCOM uh, annual conference. Um, what, what were your main observations? I mean, what did you really take away from that conference? Well, first observation was that uh, the market is kind of bouncing back. I saw a lot of more traffic uh, this year uh, than I did last year. Uh, last year, I had this economic crisis really uh, took a, a hit on the NASCOM conference and, and actually the general mood. Uh, this year, I saw a very strong upbeat. Uh, NASCOM, as a matter of fact, they came out with a very aggressive plan going forward to 2020 in which they claim they want to reach a $250 million uh, target, which is quite aggressive. But overall, for us, as far as our mandate with Brazil IT, uh, it was very positive. Uh, we had a purpose mainly there to try to see how we can build a more collaborative platform with the Indian companies. Uh, we understand, and I think the Indians do too, if they want to reach a $250 billion market, they mostly will have to be looking at other markets, which we call the non-English speaking markets. And those markets are quite, a, quite different than the ones that they are accustomed to penetrate, where, first of all, they already have an immediate uh, language barrier, uh, plus other cultural elements come into play as well. And this is something where I think Brazil can uh, actually team up with any other destination and add value uh, because of its uh, several embedded cultures, uh, meaning that you know, Brazil actually is the most mixed race on the planet. So it embeds practically almost any given culture. Um, so as to our objective in trying to establish a real uh, uh, strong agenda with the Indians and show them that we can bring value to them uh, in this new endeavor target they have, uh, reaching $250 million. And for us, of course, where we only, uh, comparatively speaking, are scratching the surface because our, I think, uh, reach this year for 2010, our goal is to reach $6 billion. We did about 2.5 or 2.6 in 2009. Uh, so uh, to be able to uh, join forces with other big players in the world uh, will help us kind of uh, triple charge our targets as well. Okay. So all in all, it was very good. Okay, great. Well, I mean, I suppose that's that's really something that I was going to ask you about was, um, you know, the NASCOM show every year, although, you know, it sort of started off really representing just India alone. I think there was there was nearly 30 countries uh, with different representatives there this year. So it's really become a sort of global outsourcing and services um, conference. So, I mean, how, when you're looking at all these different regions that are promoting themselves, what, what, what are you talking about as the real uh, advantage for Brazil? 
Well, yeah, I think he, uh, every other destination. First, all those countries, and we see that you know every year increasing, is probably an effort that uh, twofold. One from the India side, exactly to see who they are going to team up with so they can reach their goal of $250 billion. On the other side of these other country destinations, they understand that they have some added value, uh, specific expertise, uh, cultural alignment, uh, time zone proximity, uh, issues that are more and more ever so important to organizations. And so India needs these country destinations to uh, be able to bring those values to the table. Uh, compared to speaking to all these other country destinations, um, I think there's a lot of uh, um, room for collaborative work as well. It's not just uh, us Brazil reaching out to India, it's Brazil reaching out to almost everyone. Uh, just as an example, uh, it did not happen at NASCOM, but we did actually firm the agreement at NASCOM. Uh, we are right now in the process of establishing an agenda with South Africa uh, for a BPO and call center space. Uh, we have always uh, and not been able to have a high scalable native English speaking platform. Uh, we do have English speaking, uh, but not in large quantities. Uh, South Africa can help us there. Uh, South Africa can also help us reach the European markets because they're in the same time zone. On the other hand, so we can help South Africa first upgrade the methodology for BPO, which is still at a very primitive level in many cases, and also. Uh, be it the same time zone proximity access to the Americas. So you'll see more and more of these type of plays happening, uh, you know, and the world keeps getting smaller. Yeah, and, and I'm, that's that's something that I wanted to ask you about because um, yesterday I was talking to a, a British school teacher uh, who just went on a government program to Brazil to go and look at what uh, you know how how teenagers are studying in Brazil and and what kind of jobs they're looking forward to. And she was really stunned. I mean, she found that uh, that a lot of the kids that she met out there were really, you know, could see their place in the world and they could see the advantage of, um, you know, IT services opening up uh, a lot of work. And, and contrasting that to the, to the UK, she she doesn't feel that the the British kids have that kind of hunger. So, um, you, you know, I mean, is, is that something that you've observed? I mean, I know you're not a teacher. You're actually involved in the industry. But, uh, it, it, you know, live, living there, I mean, is that the sort of thing you've observed? Yeah, you know, and uh, it's a very good point and a very good observation by the British teacher. And uh, I believe that because uh, you know, I'm a, being half American, half Brazilian, that means I'm partially raised in a first world country and I'm partially raised in a developing country, which until 20 years ago was called third world country. And I guess that's one of the components for the hunger that you see. Uh, There's a gentleman that I think that has written a book, which I think is very applicable to the times we're living, Mr. Thomas Friedman with uh, The World is Flat. Uh, he mentions two things that is, I think is exactly what the British teacher is seeing. Uh, one is that you know, the globalization, and two is internet. Both of those two combined are a leveling, they, they level the playing field. So uh, the British who may be somewhat accommodated because it's just uh, going about business every day, they've been seeing that all, you know, all their lives, while uh, a developing country like uh, the Brazilians, uh, they wow, oh, I have the same chance, the same access to the same thing that anyone else in the world does, and I'm hungry. So I'm going to be getting, oh, I'm going to jump on this because this is what's going to make me you know, be able to progress in my personal goals. 
So I see a lot of that, you know, and I think if we didn't have the internet and the globalization movement, it probably wouldn't be the same thing. Because now people have access to the same information at the same time, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. And so what's so, uh, yes? Yeah, I mean, and so what, what's the what's the big thing that you that you're working on? I mean, what's the what's the next uh, sort of thing that you're seeing in your own business for 2010? Well, um, we're seeing uh, Brazil as becoming you know has been the spotlight. Even some publications back in Europe, home ground, uh, home field, like Economist last year, you know, had a good article uh, with a cover page saying that finally Brazil is taking off. I think that's true. Uh, if you look at the world uh, scenario uh, of all the developing countries, I think Brazil has a several things that align very well. It has scalability with 190 million people. Uh, it's very westernized. Uh, it does not have any cultural conflicts or anything. Uh, so anyone, everyone's looking into Brazil. So we're also focused. Uh, we have a mandate in helping Brazilian companies get to speed and penetrate different markets around the world, but we're seeing a lot of inbound movement. So we are also focusing in helping foreign entities set up shop in Brazil and be able to hit the ground running and provide value to the local domestic market. Thanks for downloading this Talking Outsourcing podcast. For more information about me and my writing, go to markhillary.com. And for my talking outsourcing blog and computing, go to computing.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.